0: Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the hosts of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Bereziki. Welcome to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Bereziki. I have my friend Mike Kapler with me. I call him the Cap. many people have over the years, and we're just glad to have you here with us today, talking about the love of God, the grace of God, His mercy, and how it applies to our lives. We call the program "Growing in Grace." Uh, it's kind of uh, it's something that you know Peter talked about in one of his letters uh, in the New Testament, and he said, "Grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ." And so, uh, my understanding of this is that it's it's. And my experience is that growing in grace, understanding God's grace, growing in the knowledge of Jesus Christ is an ongoing thing. You know, something that will keep on growing in throughout our whole entire lives here on earth. And it's uh, it's all because of God's God's love and mercy toward us. Uh, he teaches us, he leads us, he guides us, he uses people, he uses all kinds of ways to to help us to grow. And week by week. Cap and I get uh, together to, to just kind of talk about this. It's, it's, we're really informal. You're not going to hear a, a bunch of religion. Uh, if we do get deep, we try to stop each other because both of us, neither one of us are theologians, as, as Cap, you talked about last week. We just, uh, we're just here to, to talk this stuff out.
1: Yeah, if it starts getting too deep, I'm probably going to drown. I'll, I'll just, I'll just tell you right now, I'll, I'll need a life preserver. So if, if you're really smart, you might not like our program that well. I, you might want to go look for something else. Uh, we try to keep it simple because really, I, I think we're, we're fairly simple people, and we just, we just love the Lord and uh, the, this message of, of grace and God's righteousness um, that we have become. Uh, has really just changed our life and and we 're just so excited about it that we just we just like to get together and and like Joel said, just kind of talk about some of this um, last week, we were talking about of course, the Christmas season, right, so we were talking about the birth of Jesus a little bit and uh, what some of that meant, and maybe we can go on a, a little bit of a step further Joel why you know we kind of ended the program last week with why did God become a man in in, in the person of Jesus Christ? Um, why did this have to take place? I mean, we all know the story. And I'm sure even many believers haven't really even stopped to think about why. Why did he become a man?
0: Well, that's you know that's pretty that's pretty deep, Cap. I don't know if I'm <laughs> able to you know do this. <laughs> but that's a good question. It is a really good question. Now, why did why did God have to become a man? Because if you, if you think about all the things you know in our own minds that we could even possibly try to conceive of, how how would God go about saving mankind? Why would he have to send um, why would he have to send jesus christ as as a man to go through you know the life of a man and then on top of that to take the punishment for our sins upon himself couldn't there have been another way? Well, God, in his wisdom he he provided the way and the Bible says it was you know even before basically i'm I'm kind of using my own words, but before time began, God had this all planned. Before he even created us from the foundation of the world, it says God had all of this all of this planned, and He made some promises early on, right? You know, right from the beginning, when when Adam and Eve were were walking upon the earth, when uh, they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and, you know, God made some promises to them, and it wasn't just to Adam and Eve, but it was promises that would affect all of mankind. And out of those promises comes all of this talk and and the the redemptive work of Jesus Christ.
1: Well, let's talk about uh, that time of Adam and Eve for just a minute. Again, we're, we're just going to try and keep this simple and hit the headlines here, not all the details. So there may be some things we leave out. There may be some things that we say that you're not sure are quite right. And you know what? This is not a perfect science, is it? Uh, we're all learning. We're all growing in, in our knowledge of, of God's grace and his word. But if you go back to Adam and Eve in the beginning, of course, we know that God gave mankind dominion gave Adam and Eve dominion on the planet Earth, and of course we also know that man, with his free will, could pretty much choose to do what he wanted to, uh, even in this paradise, this place of perfection in which they lived and of course, we know the story they were deceived they they, they were tempted and, and and they they sinned, they disobeyed, and they did it willingly, uh, even if they were deceived they they chose to do it, and God. In his divine Godhead nature that he has, he he couldn't just step into the situation after man fell, you know, like a lot of parents want to do. They always want to try and bail their kids out, and, 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 you know, there's a place for that probably, but God couldn't do that. Um, He couldn't come and just bail them out instantly like that because, you see, man willingly forfeited that dominion and he couldn't just step in and go to the beast or go to satan and say, "Hey, wait a minute. You can't. You can't take that dominion. I gave it to man. It was his to have." And so there's the deal. Uh man fell. He willingly did it. Now, because God gave man dominion, and you know when God speaks something, the Bible says he cannot lie. He can't just take it back. I mean, once God it's impossible for God to lie. The Bible says. That's why he couldn't just step in and change everything. It would it would have uh, it would have, well, it would have just killed God's integrity, which which just can't happen. And so when man fell, God did have a plan, as Joel was talking about. It had to be a man. I'm skipping ahead here. In fact, uh, the, God even turned to the devil, the serpent, and said, you know, the the seed of this woman prophesying about Jesus Christ, his heel is going to bruise your head someday. And, and that was, uh, I think, the first prophecy in the Bible about the coming of Jesus Christ as a man. It, 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 you see, it had to be a man that was going to get dominion back uh, on the earth for mankind because that's who God gave dominion to. And Man lost it. Man had to get it back. And that's why God began setting up covenants with men all through the Old Testament. They all failed, of course. We failed them. And um, except... The one covenant that he set up with a man by the name of Jesus, uh, that one did not fail. Uh, Jesus lived a perfect perfect life, and and so uh, again skipping through a lot of the details, Jesus as a man, also God in the flesh, but as a man, he won dominion back. It had to be a man.
0: That's right. You know, it had to be a man, and and you're talking about all these, you know, the various covenants that God had set up um with man. It was a covenant between God and man. And, and Hebrews talks about this you know, the book of Hebrews and it you know, basically the fault with the covenants, uh, wasn't with God because God kept his part of the covenants. He he never he never failed. It was man who always failed. And so those covenants and any covenant that God ever made with man, the reason it was not perfect, the reason it didn't work was because man failed. Uh but God was still keeping this as a a man thing. Here well, here you go mankind.
1: Yeah, and Joel, God knew they would fail.
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah it's like he's saying, that "Here you go mankind. Do you want to uh get dominion back, so to speak? You you want to uh be right with me again? Uh here, keep this covenant." And as you said, Cap, he knew that none of these would ever work. and So from the foundation of the world, he provided a way that the perfect man, only one person, as you say, Cap, Jesus Christ, would be the one who would bring restoration, um, dominion back to man. He would bring everything back to the way it should be, all because of the perfect man, Jesus Christ, who lived the the only sinless life, and the only one who ever kept a covenant, because this covenant was between God and Jesus Christ. We're, We're kind of the beneficiaries of a covenant that God made with a man, Jesus Christ, both parties of the covenant kept faithfully their part, and therefore, you know, we have this re- redemption through, through Jesus Christ.
1: I think even, there's so many different stories that come to mind about how we can relate to this subject, but one just popped into my head, uh, how Jesus sometimes was challenged by demons. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would scream out and say, well, we know who you are, you're the Son of God, the Christ, and they were challenging his authority to cast them out, you see, because if Jesus was uh, casting out demons or doing some of the wonderful miracles that he did while he was on the earth, if he was doing that because he was the Son of God, then he had overstepped his authority. Right. But you see, he was a, also a man. Operating under the power of the Holy Spirit and had the authority as a man operating under that power of the Spirit to be able to do the things that he did, including casting out demons. In other words, it was legal and it kept God's integrity for Jesus to be able to do that as a man.
0: And as a side note, I mean, that's, that's an important thing. That's an important um, uh, clarification. It's an it's important thing to, to uh, make mention of because it wasn't God... Being God, it was it was God as the it was Jesus Christ the man by the power of the Holy Spirit, and in a sense, that is how we live our lives today. We are indwelled by the Spirit of God, but we don't do the things that we do because we're God. We do the things because the Holy Spirit is in union with us, and that's how we live our, our daily lives. I'm, I'm getting a little bit off track there, but uh, uh, to, to kind of move on with what what Christ with why a man was needed. Uh, We've talked about a lot of this before, or some of this before, but going back to Adam and Eve, and when, after they fell, after they fell, they hid from God. God came looking for them, and what did he find? He found them having covered themselves with fig leaves, basically, with with leaves. And, Cap, you were, earlier on today, you were talking to me about something about how about how that wasn't exactly what God wanted.
1: Well, it didn't live up to the church dress code. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the, I never knew this until well, not too many years ago. But there, there's actually a uh, somewhat of a description in Genesis there after the fall of man. The, you know, the first sacrifice in, in in the Bible that we read that God. Was the one who who offered up that that sacrifice, took the animal and made the sacrifice, and then took the skins of the animals and covered up Adam and Eve with them. Uh, the 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 sacrifice of blood, and and so you know you, you 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 don't always stop to think about these sort of things, but you take a look. You take a look at what took place there. Adam and Eve probably witnessed God making an animal sacrifice.
0: Wow, and it's something that we probably miss because in in a lot of the you know, drawings or pictures of Adam and Eve in the garden, you see them covered with leaves. And we kind of miss or forget that uh, after they had covered themselves with leaves, God did actually, as you say, sacrifice these animals because he covered them with the skins of animals. And that blood sacrifice is... What provided for their covering, their own covering, their own trying to cover themselves, to to cover their own nakedness by their own means, like you said, did not live at all up to God's requirements. So he provided the sacrifice for himself, if, if you want to look at it that way.
1: Well, it's incredible. I mean, when I when I read that, or when I had somebody uh, teach on it one time, and I began to read through it, and I, I saw that, and I thought, this is fantastic. But that makes sense, because, you know, uh, God probably instructed, the Lord instructed uh, the first people, starting with Adam and Eve, what was going to be required. Uh, blood was going to have to be there to, to cover this. And, um, of course, ultimately Jesus became the, the, the sacrificial lamb that took away the sins of the world. But, um, you know, it started with Adam and Eve, and no doubt there was, uh, it was handed down from person to person and then generation to generation, um, that the sacrifice of, of, of animals, the, the, the need for blood sacrifice to cover sins. Well, Joel, we have about 30 seconds left.
0: Well we uh, do thank you for listening. I'm sure uh, that this is, you know, some food for, I mean it's been food for thought for me and hopefully uh food for thought for anybody listening today and I'm sure we'll we'll kind of pick up on some of this uh again next week. We do thank you for listening and we'll be back with you again next week. I'm Joel Breezakey along with Mike Kepler. If you want to get a hold of us for any reason, graceroots.org. Uh, there's a form you can fill out just you know if you want to say hi or just say you're out there listening or have any questions or comments or anything like that and uh, Growing in Grace the name of our show we'll be back with you again next week for more talk about Growing in Grace you've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kepler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ